Gentlemen, I got my guy. He's an MC, producer, videographer. I don't know what other, what else he does. He does a lot of shit. Uh, Mr. Don James in the building. No doubt. Now I, I'm sure y'all recognize those names from before. Uh, my man Literal, who was the the opening interview for season two. Uh, they they are all part of the same squad. Uh, shout out also to Cashier, Jack Moves, uh, Gas Chamberlain. So many of y'all niggas, man. Watch the tone. Uh, God, hey. No doubt. No doubt. 
up, yeah. Um, oh yeah, man. Major love to man. Listen, Tone. I hope you hear this, bro. Major shout out to you, man. I'm proud of what y'all brothers doing over there. You and Spec, yeah. I, I hope y'all hope y'all keep that thing moving, man. Um, much love to Spec, man. Um, much love to that brother. Shout out to Spec, man. No doubt. Um, let me let me let me. Uh, you you mentioned Black Super Mario, so we gonna we gonna dive into that first. <laughs> um, Black Super Mario was unquestionably one of the best albums, not from the Northwest, but one of the best independent hip hop albums I heard last year, without without a doubt. Um, I think it had a perfect balance of shit for the quote unquote hip hop heads, as well as um, something for those who are West Coast, West Coast and ain't really on that other shit, and then also something for the people who are just a, a, a casual hip hop fan who don't have no singles from either coast, they just like good music. Um, what, what was your mindset like going into the project? Like, was that was that the goal, or was it just kind of like I'm just gonna do what I feel? Nah, for for sure. Like, I, I, I was, when I was talking to Lil, I think I was talking to him on the phone. It wasn't even in person. 
talk to him in high school, but yeah, you know, because I think Don just really needed me to do and be with somebody to take a break or whatever. Because it, like the way music is coming out these days, it's kind of like an album comes out and it's dope and you love it, and then, but then like maybe four to five months later, you expecting the next 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 one to come, and it's only because niggas are so go 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 with shit these guys. Um, but I mean, I know me personally, I'm waiting on it. Just like I know John said he's working on No Lane too. I'm ready for that. Um, <laughs> I'm loving hell, you all. But anyway, I'm getting off the point. But um, <laughs> so like, if if you had to take a look at the track list on Black People Mommy and say, okay. That song right there defines defines this album. What song would you choose? I would say the first song on the first track is Future. Future. So it's, it has me on there rapping. Okay. It's not just you know just a pop song to it. Like I'm really rapping. And then it's got you know uh, my guy Jerry Watson Jordan Two on there with Mama and Daddy Blue. That to me that represents like my era of of uh, of R and B. You know what I'm saying? Like just oh, the soulfulness of it and all that. And Yeah, that record is crazy. Um, I think the more I think about it, I um, <laughs> yeah, I dove, dove right back in like that's just stupid. But um, <laughs> normally I would do that in editing and shit, but um, you know, fuck all that right now. We nah, ain't, talk we good, ain't with all that. I, I'm I'm really I'm really on some different shit right now because I feel like there is um something that's missing from the game, and I feel like. The thing that I thought was missing, I feel like you brought it on Black Super Mario. And not only that, but I feel like not only you on Black Super Mario, but everybody that's around you, I hear it happening. And what it's becoming is bridging the gap between just being, not just being heavy with bars, but being heavy with bars and being able to make a song, but being able to incorporate having bars into a song that can move people that aren't bar heads. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that, and that's big because everybody can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Black Super Mario was just me proving to niggas like I, I could do that shit all day. Like that shit is easy. Like you know what I'm saying. Like there's shit that didn't even make Black Super Mario. That if I dropped it right now, niggas be like, oh my god. You know what I'm saying. No doubt. But yeah, it's that shit was easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Now I'm gonna ask you a question. I ask everybody to come in here that that's from the tech, um, or even from Seattle. But I'm gonna ask. Now, as far as 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 far as hip hop goes in in Tacoma, uh, in Tacoma, Seattle, however you want however you want to look at it, I just focus on Tacoma because I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like, Seattle has their own little thing, and like, I wouldn't want a Seattle nigga to go on a podcast and speak about any Tacoma shit if he's not out there. I don't, I'm not out in Seattle enough to speak. You know what I'm saying? I like, it. I know, I know, like, I fuck with Fatal. You know what I'm saying? I like. Most of Raz's music, some of his new shit, I don't really like, but you know what I'm saying. I like, I like Get the Gab shit. I like Jarvis. I like a lot of people shit, but I'm not tapped in enough to even have really an opinion on a platform about that shit. So I'll talk about Tacoma. Shit. I feel it. I feel it. I, see, I can respect that. Okay, so as far as Tacoma goes, um, on the local scene, is there anybody that, not necessarily that you're checking for, checking for, but just kind of like if you find out, you know, certain people got a project coming, it's kind of like, ooh. Um, I'm interested. Like. I, I try to listen to anything from my city just just to be tapped in, like, because, you know, like, all we really have, it, it just seems like, you know what I'm saying, is, like, Facebook, Instagram, and shit like that, so, like, you know, a nigga tagged me in a video, and they're from the city, you know, I'm, I'm going to listen, 
In particular, I mean, I like the beat Armada shit. So if, if the beat Armada drops something, I'm checking for it. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Just because they work with everybody dope. Joe mm-hmm. Kane drops some shit, I'm checking for it. You know what I'm saying? If my so active people drop some shit, literal, uh, you know what I'm saying? Seattle Natives, Sean One, Jack Moves, Beta Ray Will, any of them niggas drop some shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm checking for it. Bunchy Carter drops some shit, I'm checking for it. Good and Destroy drops some shit, I'm checking for it. But also, I'm biased because those are my friends and those are people that I really <laughs> fuck with no out here. But yeah, just, I mean, shit, if, if I hear somebody say, hey, you know, this is my cousin and they're from Tacoma, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be fair shit. And that's and love, man. Fair and, and it's a lot of people out here that don't, that won't do that. So that, that that's a uh, that's a big, a big plus already. Just so y'all, hey, Tacoma niggas, if y'all listening, y'all doing yourself a major disservice by not listening to the artists in your own city. Um, these California niggas got millions of people already listening to their shit. And that's no diss to Cali. I fuck with a lot of them. Um, that's why know. niggas from Tacoma got to go and put their video on fucking Pittsburgh and shit like that because we don't, we won't come together and just have a platform. All, all it would take for niggas to have some shit like this or where we could charge niggas, you know what I'm saying, 150 and 200 to put their videos up and just for everybody to come together. That's it. That's, that's, that's all it would take. So it wouldn't, do, even, take no is, do it wouldn't even take no money. It wouldn't even take no money. That's what's crazy. So it would just take everybody that from happening. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I, I really don't have the answers because every time people ask me, I say the same shit. All we have to do is come together. It's it's too many people that know how to make websites. It's too many people that know how to fucking manipulate algorithms and you know what I'm saying. Get nice. your shit to the top of the this list and that list and you know rather than coming together to to push as a unit, they want to sell the information, which is you know I'm not mad at that. That's 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 commerce. That's capitalism. Right. That's what we live in. I mean, it's it's they it's they it's they you know. Most but if you can make, they feel, if you can make, and this is no disrespect at all to to Lil Mosey, but if you can make Lil Mosey famous, then I know you can make you know what I'm saying a nigga like Callie Reed or Shad, you know what I'm saying, or fucking Cashier or Jack Move or Don James or Literal or one of them, you know what I'm saying, famous. Absolutely. I know you can, because it's nothing. We make we make we make great music effortlessly. You said Shad, Block Rep Shad? Yeah, Block Rep Shad. That motherfucker yeah. is crazy. <laughs> I had no idea, yo. Like, but then again, it's like I don't want people to to, to think like you have to rely on somebody else. If you want to go make moves, then make moves. If you want to, you know, there's no, there's no, there's really no, no formula now, right? To just like, okay, you, you put these numbers in and you do this and you spin around and you say these words and then the fucking video has a million Bingo, views. Yeah, yeah just, you know, some people get lucky. Oh yeah. Too. But yeah, shout out Block Rep Shy, he's dope. Yeah, he's crazy, my guy. Man. Like I, I didn't know. I, I started learning a little bit about his. Uh, history talking to talking to literal. Um, I actually mm-hmm. wanted to ask Lee's about him, but he's a legend, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I found out yep. quickly. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know. That's yeah. what's up. And I, and I talked to Callie about him. Uh, me and Callie work together. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's just wild. But, um, so that's crazy, man. But yeah, I, 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 I dig what you're saying, man. Because to me personally, and I said this when uh, Building the Story came in for the interview, and I'll say it again. I this is no slight to Seattle rap. I fuck with a lot of rappers in Seattle. I do a lot of shows in Seattle. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of niggas up there. But at the end of the day, I feel like because of the type of rap that I like, um, I have a tendency to lean towards Tacoma rappers. Yeah. Uh, I think Seattle's a lot brighter and prettier, and they, they sell that image. Um, you know, big money, we doing da 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 
I think in Tacoma, the music is far more well-grounded um, because Tacoma as a city is more well-grounded uh, simply because of no other reason. The advantages that, it's, that Seattle has with all the tech money and all the other things that are going on up there, we don't have that here. We don't have the Seahawks. The Seahawks don't play here. You know what I'm saying? The Mariners don't play here. So um, that's just my personal opinion. Now, if there is a – I don't know. I don't know how to say this. Uh, I feel like there's an attack going on right now in hip-hop. Um, and I think the streaming services have a lot to do with that. Have you have you checked your streaming numbers and seen how much money you made off the streams? No. You haven't? Honestly, I mean, I should probably have my business a little bit better in order as far as that goes, but I don't, I don't really give a fuck, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, <laughs> I, 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 I should too, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't check the numbers. I don't even, I ain't looked at, I ain't looked at Spotify, none of that shit. I know I'm not doing a, a good enough job promoting myself i know i don't have you know what i'm saying the finances to promote myself the way that i should so it's like i'm not even gonna play myself and trick myself into believing that that's even worth looking at at this point you know i feel it i feel it. now the only reason i ask is because I, uh, a guy a guy asked me recently an independent independent artist doing his first project um i think he was like 19 uh-huh. making his first album and he said okay so how does how does that work? And I'm like, well, basically, the Spotify metrics will let you know the age group that listens to your music the most, where they where they're at in the world that listens to your music the most, and it kind of gives you an idea where to promote, um, where to, where to focus your energies at. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Now, you know, and and like you said, me personally, I kind of feel the same way in a lot of instances. I'm like, I'm not doing big enough numbers for me to even be worried about it, but I just got to keep pushing until I feel like it's there, and then I'll check. And it may be something that I thought all along, and, and I didn't pay attention to it. So I, I think it's just important to keep in mind, like, keep, like hits don't happen on accident. Like, you're not gonna just, you know, record a song and then put it out and fucking, you know, it's gonna just get legs on its own. Like, you know, it, it takes, it takes, uh, uh, it takes people other than you sharing yes. it and talking about it, and it takes DJs playing it in clubs. It takes. You know what I'm saying? People listening to it in their car when somebody else just gets in their car and say, hey, who is that? You know what I'm saying? It really takes, it's not just, people just, there, there's no accidents, man. That's what people need to understand. You can't just drop your music and then step away from it and think that it's going to do something. People are putting 10, 20, 30, $40,000 into one song, just yes. promoting it on websites and having this person write up, a, you know what I'm saying, a blog about it and put it on this website. and that, You know what I'm saying? And the people who, you know, have influence. You know what I'm saying? It's Thanks. not so that's 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 what people have to understand. You're not gonna nobody gets lucky. I oh, mean you, you, you you know, luck is a thing, like, you know, but you can't you can't measure it, you know? Oh no. You nice. can't weigh luck. So I mean it's it's lucky but to a degree it's not luck because I mean there there are times when like you said, there's other people who are involved in the process and we just look at the artists. Luck is where preparation meets opportunity. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. Prepare or when you get that look, then, you know what I'm saying, you're going to crush it, you know what I'm saying? But if you don't, then when you do get that look, it'll just, it, it, you'll get passed by, and it'll just be like, okay, you know, I was just another nigga who tried to make it. Exactly. Now, what, what do you think is the current state of the scene of hip-hop in Tacoma? How would you rate it? I mean, I think it's better than ever as far as the skill goes. You know, I feel like everybody wants to make great music. Everybody wants to, to put out something that's dope. I wish a lot of people didn't sound the same, but, you know, people can say that I sound like somebody, so that's just, you know, me. Who have you heard you sound like? Oh, I've heard I sound like everybody. <laughs> everybody, uh, fucking Nas, Jay-Z, fucking whoever, and then, you know, when I, I look through my voice, 
you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just speaking from my perspective of an MC who tries to, you know, just be different totally. Like, even if it's not just, I'm, you know, I'm changing up the rhyme scheme on this song. Maybe the whole song is different. You know, maybe the vibe of the song is different than anything that I've made before. So I just try to outdo myself. You know what I'm saying? And sound okay. different than the last Don James. But also, like I'm saying, like, I know that there's people who you can compare me to. So I can't even get mad when people sound like, you know, everybody else. I just wish that I try to stay in the group of people that sound like, okay, these 10 dudes sound alike as opposed to these 3 million dudes sound alike. You see what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah, so absolutely. It, just, it, it, it at least seems authentically where, you know? Yeah, and I mean, with, with, the, with the enormous number of artists coming out these days, it's getting harder and harder to to not sound like nobody. Um, you know, it seems like I see 200 new records dropping by 200 artists I've never heard of every single day. And I'm like, God, I just, how do people keep up with this shit? Like, I don't get it. You can't. This, this, you know, this changed the game. You know, this, you know the laptop. Oh, yeah. And the fucking, just, you know, Guitar Center, you go spend, you know, you fucking get... Five hundred dollars, and you can really, for real, have the setup. You yeah, know? real shit. Where you used to download some plugins, and you fucking five hundred dollars. You could be ten hours in the studio, like yeah, <laughs> you know what it still is in, in in a good professional studio getting your shit mixed. You know what I'm saying? But if if you pay attention and you you know you get you on YouTube and you learn and you do that diligence and you put the work in, you'll figure out how to mix your own shit within you know a couple weeks. You know. So after rapping, what what came next? I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm I got, guessing production was I asked my naturally going to I, I was rapping, and uh, I forget who. I don't know who. I think it might be Michael Singleton, though. He, he gave me the program. No, it was Leo. It was, it was Leo West. Shout out L. West. Uh, his name is Ari, Ari something on here. But uh, he had he had the uh, he had the free loop disc. And uh, I met him in high school, and he brought it to my house, and he put free loops on my shit. No matter of fact, before that, so that's when I started actually making these. But before that, we had um, MTV Music Generator, on, and on I would make yeah, <laughs> I would make beats on there and shit, and I would be up till four in the morning. My sister be mad at me and shit. I didn't care. I was like, fuck, I'm trying to figure out how to make these beats. But I had some slaps on there, man. And then, uh, and then I asked my mom to buy me this, this program called Hip Hop EJ. It's some old school fucking with this shit. You know, Hip Hop EJ was just like it was a bunch of loops. And you could just, you know, place the loops on top of each other. It had hi-hats. It had, you know, like, uh, drum loops. And then it had, like, you know, just sounds and shit. You, just, you would place them on there, you know. And it's, it's kind of how you got familiar with the drag and drop, you know uh, what I'm saying, concept yeah. of, like, free loops and uh, uh, what's the one? Uh, cool cool edit, um, acid pro, shit like that. Um, but, yeah, we just, you know, somebody would get the program and they would just share it with all the homies and shit. And then... Um, like I said, I asked my mom to buy me hip hop EJ and she told me no, so I went and I bought it myself. I don't even remember how I got the money. I think I might ask my grandma for it. But then I bought that. And uh LS gave me the free loops and then um, he gave me cool edit and then that was it. Like I just I started making beats and shit. And then uh I started we me, Cali Reed, and Michael Darnell had a group. And then I left that group, and they had their group, and that was kind of like the birth of Second Family. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to those niggas. But uh, yeah, and then that's 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 where it started, man. It just really started from MTV Music Generator. That's that's what, that's where the production that started. That is crazy because I don't make beats. 
I attempted, and that was what I tried to use. And what I, what I made on that let me know that I was not a producer. If I, if, <laughs> I, if, I, if I had MTV Music Generator right now, like knowing what I know now, I could probably make a fucking amazing hit on, on MTV Music Generator right now. But somebody somebody has that shit right now. But what got, what, so what got you into, to, what got you behind the camera? Because it, and, not wanting to pay people to do music <laughs> the same thing that makes me want to. It's every, every time I, I do like some new shit, it's always because I don't want to pay somebody else to do it. I feel you. Now, yeah. I'm going to switch gears real quick. You post a lot of stuff on Facebook that is very uh, race-centric. Yeah. Um, and would you consider yourself a, I don't want to say activist because that word is so overused. Um, but I, I can't think of a better uh, I, I just, I mean, I, I would, I would never, I mean, activist is like a box. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, like, if, if you do any, if you say, like, hey, don't, like, don't throw your trash out the window. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to put you in, oh, he's, you know, he wants to save the world and shit like that. So, I mean, yeah, you could call me an activist. You, you know. You could also call me a troll. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, so you know, it's it's like, it's like a tightrope walk almost. Because you know, I I know what's right and what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? I know what I should and I shouldn't say. But sometimes I want to say shit that I'm not supposed to say. But I also give a fuck about people's lives and I care. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see people locked in cages and I don't want to see people getting shot by the police. You know what I'm saying? And gunned down in the street. So. Yeah, you can call me an activist. I wouldn't, I wouldn't object to that. I wouldn't argue with that. Somebody call me an activist. Now, I, I've only been here for three years, and I've yet to have a true interaction of a deep kind with the Tacoma Police Department. So I don't, I don't know much about them. Like, I, I mean, I know how I feel about the police in general. Look at, I mean, you know, look up, look up the uh, the history of them. You know, it's a lot of them. It's, you know, Martin Payne, David Blaine. Look up all those people. Look up. Uh, Tacoma Police Department in the 90s. Look up, uh, just look up those names and just, you know, kind of do the history. I mean, look up uh, Jackie, I think her name is, I want to say Sellier or Salier. I don't want to mess her name up, but you know what I'm saying? She got, she was pregnant with a baby and got killed by the police. You know what I'm saying? That happened here in Tacoma? So, to, I feel like when you're in a city like Tacoma, you know what I'm saying? It just, when you say Tacoma, it just doesn't really ring as far as, like, certain levels of shit, like police brutality or, you know what I'm saying? People look at Tacoma and say, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, you know, it's just a bunch of these people or it's a bunch of that people. And, you know, they want to put Tacoma in a box. But, you know, the same shit that, you know, same shit that happens. Ice Cube said some dope shit. He was like, you know, the world is a ghetto. You know right. what I'm saying? The motherfucking world is a ghetto. You know what I'm saying? So ev- everywhere you go, you're going to find little pockets of people who don't have a lot of money and people who don't have a lot of opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And the less money and the less opportunity, you know what I'm saying, the, the more chance for violence to happen, period, be it from, you know, outsider to to person who's been there for their whole life, police to citizen, you know what I'm saying? It's just 
it's just more it's more tension because when you're poor and when you're when you're broke and you live in poverty it's it's a different feeling you know what I'm saying it's a different anger it's a different type of emotion that's attached to that and you lash out at people differently and so um i think it's just always going to be uh, more opportunity for that to happen in in certain places but tacoma is not it's not like a slum you know what i'm saying it's not it's not really just tragically below the poverty line so yeah when you when you look at the police department there are funds for them there are you know what i'm saying uh they, they get new whips, you know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, they're not, you know, I feel like they're not really out here just salivating at the mouth to do, you know, corny shit. But they definitely have their history of violence, and I don't trust any police officers, nope. period. I mean, I'm not saying that all police officers are bad, but it's like I'm not trying to pick and choose through the good ones and the bad ones to find out and roll the dice and see, you know. Obviously, if, if I have to call the police for some an emergency or, you know what I'm saying, something like that then yeah I'll, I'll do that but i'm not just gonna i don't want to have any interactions with the police if i don't have to that was probably like a lot of run on right there but i just i wanted to fully cover that topic because oh yeah that's peace i mean i mean so the, the way i see it, uh so you really put me on this because like to me coming from north carolina to here the interaction with the police is totally different it's like in North Carolina, anytime I see a police car, I automatically get nervous yeah. because I know that they could just decide that today is the day I want to pull a nigga over and do something. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they could do that here too, but I'm just like in no. the south, in the southeast especially, it's like it's, rampant. It's a different I mean? history there too. That's what people have to understand. It's like, you know, what I'm saying I don't know when the Tacoma Police Department was founded, but it's like. You're talking about, when you talk about, what do you say, South Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina, Carolina, you're talking about, you know what I'm saying, the history of, you know what I'm saying, trauma and bloodshed from, you know, uh, uh, the slavery era. That Like, that was, that's the area right there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't understand that. That's, that's, uh, that's where all the, the tobacco and all that stuff oh, yeah. comes from, so. You know, you one got, of the you original thirteen. Yep, one of the original thirteen. And one of the, one of the major slave transport ports on the East Coast was you know, when, when it opened up. So, do you feel pressure, any pressure at all, to speak on that type of shit in your music, or like do you, you like? Because I know some guys who think like we, like we think, but yeah. they but when they rap, you would never know it because they don't rap about it. It's like I don't even talk about it in the music. I say that for when I'm you know what I'm saying amongst my people and out in the community. Like I don't really rap about it. I don't feel pressure because I feel like I do. Like it, when I'm called to 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 stand up and do something, I feel like I do it enough that I'm at peace with myself. So, like if somebody comes to me, like a wicked or somebody like that, and says, "Hey, you know, I want to talk about this topic. You know, I want to talk about gentrification in the city, or I want to talk about, you know, the police shooting this guy, or." You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, these guys moving into this section and these guys having to move out. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll write to that accordingly, but I don't. I never feel pressure to write on any topic or subject. You know what I'm saying? I, I write about what I feel at the moment or what touches me and what makes me uh, inspired. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's about it. Like on this new shit, I'm just I'm just rapping. Like it ain't really. There's no there's no deeper meaning behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not like don't talk to Don James where you know we 
talking about voices in your head and depression and anxiety. It's not like for the love where, you know, we touching on, you know, the pharmaceutical industry and, you know what I'm saying, poverty and all that shit. It's just, it's just rap at this point, you know? I feel you. And, and that's uh, refreshing to hear, actually. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody's so going so far. I feel like a lot of cats are reaching way, way, way hard to try to do something different. And, um, like my man said, the, the dopest quote I heard from the MC in a while, my man Superstition said, just because it's different don't make it dope, you know what I'm saying? And that's uh, that's real shit, too. And I feel like we have a, uh, I don't feel like we have a responsibility necessarily to talk about it. I only do it because by the time I started rapping, I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason why I do it. But um, even with that, I don't do it as much as I used to because I don't, I don't feel the pressure because I feel like I've been out there. Like if they if they do their homework, they can it's documented everything I've done. Frontline throwing blows with the clan at the courthouse and all of that. Like it's yeah. all documented. So I don't gotta rap about it. I already lived it. But if it's time, if it's gotta go down out here outside these doors with no mic on, I'm with it. Let's get it popping. But everything got a limit, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want to hear somebody preach. I don't even listen to Immortal Technique no more because I don't like to hear nobody preaching to me. Um, <laughs> now, on I top never, of that, he don't, he don't, I'm, the way he raps doesn't necessarily resonate with me. Yeah, I never was with Immortal Technique. I never got why. He got me, like, you know, the topics are, it's dope to, to touch on those topics, but I never understood. Like, the flow was never really just there for me. Honestly. Oh, yeah, man. I like, I like, you know, I like people who's, I like Black Thought type of, you know what I'm saying? Woo. Lupe Fiasco. I like shit like that. I like MF. I like people who, MF you know? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I like I like those type of things. You know what? I get a lot of heat because I don't fuck with that dude. I, I you know, I know dude. we haven't talked about this before I lie, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, I listen to everything. I listen to Kodak Black. I fuck with Kodak. I feel like Kodak is, is he's, he's filthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you listen to his project and you understand, um, you know what you're listening to and why he's spitting what he's spitting, and you understand where he comes from, then you know what I'm saying. You can gain a better perspective as to why he's dope. You're you know the reason saying? why I listened to his last album and and um, Twenty One Savage's last album. I fuck with Twenty One. And I and I absolutely enjoy both of them. And I I I enjoy them because I was able to listen to them and not. My problem with listening to a lot of hip hop music is I listen to it and I listen for the elements that made me fall in love with hip hop. As opposed to me listening to this person for who they are, you know what it's, I'm saying? It's like if you like if you're an action movie fan, and you watch a horror flick and you're mad because there's no explosions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like, yeah. dude, that's that's not why you're here. You're here to get jump scared and to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to be lured into, you know what I'm saying, something that you think is there but it's not really there. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with Future. Like, I like I like Future, but I also like Andre 3000. You know what I'm saying? They both come from the Dudgeon family lineage. You know what I'm saying? That's right. just. You know, Killer Mike, he's pretty much a rap activist. You know what I'm saying? Then you Killer got, you know, Big Gibbs. You know what I'm saying? Those, they all come from the same camp, but. No doubt. You know? Yeah, but they're all very different. CeeLo came from the same exactly. family. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, that's crazy. All right, so you just said, you just said something that made me think about uh, this. I, I haven't asked everybody this, but I asked a few people, so I'm going to ask you. Give me your top five. Okay, we got to go, we got to set parameters. Top five, just like. Just straight rapping, or just like artists, um, or just like you know songs, me, albums, like because it's the top yeah. five is just so that's such a general question. Okay, give me your top five rapping. We'll start there. Rapping, yeah, like MCing, lyrical, MCing. just like yes, take all everything else away, sales away, everything just in a vacuum. If niggas ain't had no beat and they was just standing in a room rapping, who do you fuck with? 
I I don't know. It, it, Lupe's probably number one. If Lupe or Black Thought is number one, but one those, those two, it's like Lupe, Black Thought, I don't know Lupe and Black Thought for sure though. Just, just in a vacuum, no beat. Uh, I probably gun to my head. I probably would put. Uh, I probably would have to put Eminem in there. Just and it's it's so crazy because like the older I got, the more I understood how much of a trick. You know what I'm saying? The Eminem kind of was. It's yeah. like he just—he kind of was just like amazing at wordplay. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? And then and never, and, and really that was yeah, <laughs> and that was it. So I mean, I don't know, but I just feel like I—I kind of would have to put him in the top. But no, I'm not even gonna do that. I'm gonna put Earl Sweatshirt. I'm gonna say Ooh. I'm gonna say Earl's I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Lupe, Black Dot, Earl Sweatshirt. Um, JD Kiss. And, okay. And Jay Z. Okay. I can't even be mad. And, I, and, I, and I would sprinkle like Big Pun in there. It's just, it's, I can't even really give you a top five. It's so, it's so hard to just find five because I could just, I like, I forgot about Saha. I forgot about Andre 3000. I forgot about, you know what I'm saying? So many niggas who I just, I feel like I'm disrespecting by not mentioning their names. So, but that's just off the top of my head. I could throw those niggas in there. I could even throw two chains in there and niggas would be mad at me. But those would be only niggas who doesn't who don't listen to two chains and don't haven't listened to every every two chains since you know what I'm saying before based on the true story you know what I'm saying so. and you know it's funny you say that because I personally slept on him for a long time because he said some it was some punchline he said on a song and I thought it was stupid and I was like I don't want to hear this nigga right and so I totally tuned him out and then um, I was riding in the car one day and the song that he did that was a story I think with T Pain so yeah I mean. Someone fucked my head up completely. I, I had no idea that that dude had that kind of lyrical talent. Um, and I had been missing out. So I tapped back in and realized what I was missing. So I fuck with him heavy now. So, I mean, like, who is... I don't know. You, you got a pretty diverse ear, so this is probably going to be a tough question for you. But who's somebody that you fuck with that people might be like, where? Like, people um, that know you, that they may be like, oh, you listen to that? <laughs> I listen to Tyler the Creator. You know what I'm saying. I a lot of people Tyler don't fuck with Tyler the Creator. I listen to. Uh, he goes I listen to the game. A lot of people don't listen to the game. I listen to fucking. Uh, what's the dude's name? Troy Ave. Troy Ave got what? some songs that I like. Yeah, he got he got music that I like. I you know what I'm saying? Him. Yeah, a lot of people don't <laughs> fuck with him. I, I don't fuck with him either as a person, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I can't really question. I mean, you know, it's like a lot of a lot of people do a lot of questionable shit, and we right. still fuck with their music, so I, I can't even really penalize him. For Troy Ave, with me, it sounds like Musically. I'm listening to a less a less dynamic version of Fifty Cent. A lot of times when I listen to him, I'm okay. like, okay, I, I hear you, and I can understand the influence because at the time when Fifty, like people don't give Fifty his his props for changing the game the way he did when he came. Um. <clears throat> And I just feel like when I'm listening to Troy Ave, that's what I hear, but just to a lesser magnitude. It's like it, uh, Diet 50 is what I call 
But, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. He's cool. I like, I, I like, I like some of his songs. That's what I'm saying. Like, but yeah, you know, that's, that's some of the people who, you know, you'd be like, damn, okay, you fuck with that person. <laughs> I can dig it. So, what's what's next in the chamber? I know you got I know you got new music coming. Is that like? Uh, I got this for the love two coming. Ooh. I don't even know if that's what I'm gonna call it now. I'm just I'm second guessing myself. I might call it something different. <laughs> I might call it Super God Talk. You know, I might change Ooh. my name from Don James to Super God Talk and just drop that project as the introduction of that artist. Ooh. I might do that. So. What what was the what was the birth of that? The birth of Super God. So where that where that? Where I just I, just me being trying to find a, a different way to approach the shit and just be different, basically. No, there's no like grand scheme behind it. I just always be like, you know, I should just do some different shit, man. I should just hit him with something different, you know. Yeah, it's necessary sometimes. I mean, we were talking about Nas earlier. Um, you know, he can't give. Can't give him the same thing every time. I think life is great. Life is good. Was um was a remarkable record, uh, great album. He didn't get credit for that because it wasn't illmatic. It wasn't. It was written. Is that the is that the one he did with Kanye? Nah, that was uh Nasir. I actually I like I like it okay. I didn't listen to that shit. I don't listen to nothing that Kanye put out. You don't fuck with Kanye. Okay, I thought it was just me. And I, then, <laughs> and that's fucked up because I fuck with Troy Ave. It's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's just me, though. Oh, I don't fuck shit. with Kanye. I don't fuck with nothing that he produced. The only thing that I listened to that he produced that was, that he came out in the last, like, two years was that Pusha T album. And it just, it was like an accident. Like, somebody was playing it, and then I just was like, damn, this nigga spitting. And so I had to listen to the rest Push of it. Bomb, and yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, Listen to it like twice, and then I was like, "Nah, I can't get jiggy with this shit." Cause Kanye was this week. He bodied that shit though. Okay, so this is something that I enjoy uh, asking, especially West Coast natives. Uh, in the last couple months, we've been on Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. There are some who say, "Well, yeah, it's great." He was a great guy. He he did great things for his people. He was he was trying to do even greater things, and, and I salute that. Some people didn't get turned on to his music until Victory Lap, even though it was prior to his death. It wasn't until that album came and the push behind it. Um, so I I can see their limited scope of, of Nipsey. As an MC, me personally, I'm like, yeah, Nip's crazy. Like, there's times when I feel like he was lazy. But other than that, I think they're pretty sharp. Like, way sharper than y'all give him credit for being. For you, now I'm guessing that you probably caught it from the Genesis. From, from when they first started busting. I never, I didn't, my bro will always be like, you know, Nip is, Nip is crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought he was just like, you know, a good rapper, you know? Like, I never thought. He was just super amazing, and then, you know, uh, he dropped, like, the Marathon Series shit, and then he dropped, and then that's, that's when I started paying harder attention, and then he dropped the, um, the Victory Lap, and then, like, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I understood why 
my bro was like, yeah, he's, you know, he's that guy. I think um, when you do shit by yourself, it takes longer for people to get it. Um, but I feel like that's changing, but Nipsey is definitely one of the people who it feels like is going to be uh, one of the, the people who sacrificed for hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? For for the independent hip-hop person, for people to be like, okay, this is how Nipsey did it, you know what I'm saying? He didn't really compromise himself or take a deal or do anything that put him in a position to where he couldn't still be himself, you right. know what I'm saying? And so, um, in that regard, at least, you know what I'm saying, I feel like he's one of the GOATs because, you know, even even before him, you know, you had your masterpiece and, you know what I'm saying, you had your, your, your people who did it independently, you know, cash monies and, you know what I'm saying, Rockefeller took a deal, but there was partners, it was 50 50 type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to just be an artist that's not like a team, a whole bunch of people, it's just him and, you know what I'm saying, his bro and, you know what I'm saying, his manager and whoever was riding with him at the time, and to make it to to the point of dropping something that was that amazing and that impactful and it just begun down, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a tragic event. So, you know, definitely now, um, in my mind, Nipsey's one of the, the, the best to ever do it because the potential's there. You know what I'm saying? Right. You see what yeah. what could have been if he would have had a little bit more time on the track. So, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I mean, I didn't catch it at first, but now I definitely get it. I definitely see the bigger picture. Um, but that's what happens, you know. Any, anytime there's a tragic <coughs> event, if somebody goes before their time, you know, you see it with – Jimi Hendrix, yes. and, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, everybody, yeah, you know, Kurt Cobain's and Tupac's and Biggie's and Big Puns and Big L, you know, the list goes on and on and on. You know, if, if you if you die before people feel like it's your time for you to go, then you're going to definitely be pushed to a different stratosphere as far as um, iconic status goes. You're not going to have to uh, put in the rest of the work because it's like we've seen how much work you put in when you was here. And that amounts to a lot of people whose greats whole careers, you know. I, I look at, you know, we always do the analogies of, of sports and hip-hop. And I, I look at, I call it, Nipsey is my personal Hank Gathers. Because I watch tape of Hank Gathers play basketball, and I understand what made him so special. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then he died. And because he played at a small school, a lot of people didn't get to see him play. Mm -hmm. um, but in hindsight... It's understood now, yo. Bo Kimble was good, and he got his shit off in, in Hank's honor. But Hank was the real was the real beast on that team. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. Rest in peace to Nip, man. The marathon continues as always. Um, and unfortunately, we tell that we have to say those same words about far too many young black men, especially those um, you know, I related directly to hip hop. I mean, of course, outside of hip hop as well, but. A lot of people on the outside don't understand that it happens in hip-hop not because of hip-hop, but because hip-hop came from the streets. That's where it comes from, and that's where a lot of the people who are participants uh, started out at, you know, got their life from. What is your uh, personal take on ghost writing? 
Um, huh. I mean, I love this one. I think when they're in the studio and they're creating, depending on who's in the studio, it's gonna depend on what the vibes is. Right. And some people are cool enough with each other that they trade lines, or somebody says, "Hey, you know, I think you should say it like this or put it like that." I feel like that. That will always be acceptable in hip hop because that's like the true essence of collaboration. You know what I'm saying? That's the true essence of that's the difference between a collaboration and a feature. You know what I'm saying? A collaboration is we're gonna go in there and create together, and a feature is we're gonna fucking I'm gonna send you my verse or you send me your verse, and then we'll mix it later, and then you know make it seem like we was there. But there's nothing like a true collab. You know what I'm saying? And, And in that essence, I feel like that's not really ghostwriting. But if you're talking about just Somebody writing your rhyme, writing 16 bars, and then rapping it over a beat, and then sending you the track, and you listen to it and memorize it, and try to rap it in the same cadence, and it's not, you know, it's not really your words, or even if you tweak a couple words, I'm not, I mean, obviously it happens, and I'm not knocking nobody for doing that, but you don't really have my respect as far as an MC, if that is what you do on a regular basis. Like, if, if, if a nigga said, Hey yo, whoever, fucking, I don't know, pick somebody, Meek Mill, you know, hey, we got this record, it's a fucking smash hit, this is the hook, this is the verse, you know what I'm saying, and Meek goes in there and says, oh yeah, I like the first four bars, but I'm gonna just write my own shit after that, and I'm gonna flip the melody of it, you know what I'm saying, like, is that acceptable, you know what I'm saying, I feel like, I'd say that's cool, it's a lot, it's a lot of questions that you could have. When you're, when you're talking about creating hits and monster hits, no and there's a lot of money involved in that, and so I feel like um, ethics and morals and principles are, you know, the guard on those are, are kind of lowered, you know what I'm saying, when you're, when you're in certain creative situations, you know what I'm saying, like, I think, if I'm not mistaken, like, Tyler, the creator, or somebody like that wrote... Uh, formation for Beyonce. I don't know. You can you can like fact check me. It's a lot of weird collaborations <laughs> that you hear. It's like like, uh, like what's the dude's name? Like, what's, <laughs> what's the dude's name? Consequence wrote. We like to party. You know what I'm saying? That oh, was a yeah. that was a Consequence record. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, is Beyonce wrong for coming in the studio and hearing Consequence saying because we like to party? Hey. You know what I'm saying? And saying, you know, I could I could fucking sing that, and it's got to be a hit, and the beat's knocking. You know what I'm saying? Let me get, you know what I'm saying? Like, is she wrong for that? She's Beyonce, though. You know, she's a fucking superstar. I wouldn't say, now see, I feel you. Basically, my perception is the same. I think that there are times when, like, for instance, we know for a fact, and he said it several times, that the first couple lines of one mic, Jungle wrote it. All I need is one mic, uh, one beat. One, uh, one stage, first one nigga front, your face on the front page. Okay, Jungle wrote that, and now I saw it, and he was like, "Man, give me that." I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot of, I, I can't even say a lot. I feel like Nas has had people ghost right for him, like just just based on like having an ear for this shit and like writing rhymes a lot. You know what I'm saying? And then going through processes of not writing rhymes and hearing other people rap and then writing rhymes. I feel like either people wrote some shit for Nas or Nas heard some people's shit and just was like, I'm going to rap that shit in my own type of food. And that's not a knock on, on okay. Nas. Like like you said, like if you hear, if I hear 
a nigga rap a line that's just super amazing, and it's only like two lines. And I'm like, man, but I'm but I'm Nas though. If I say it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's out of here. It's yeah. gonna be out of here. Like, so you know, like it, I can't no, no. even really, I can't even really be mad at Nas. You know what I'm saying? Like he's Nas. Now, it's like it's not like he couldn't come up with that shit. He's not like he couldn't say something that dope, but that this dude it, just happened to say it. Yeah, the rest you know? of it bears witness that he could have said that too. But like, yeah, that's like that was just like a perfect opening, no doubt. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, can see that most. Definitely. I mean, I've never. Okay, I've seen I've seen instances where there were there was the latter that was going on. There was a, a instance where there was an artist recording in the studio, and they were part of the team that owned the studio. And there was another artist that was also in the studio, and he was part of the team. He was recording his own shit too, but he happened to be in the studio with her, beat playing. He's writing. She's just kind of sitting there vibing out. He goes in the booth, records the verse. I'm thinking it's supposed to be a, a feature verse he's doing for her. So I realized some of the words he used were in the feminine tense or, or feminine, you know, expression. And so then she sat there, vibed to it for a while, looked at the paper that he had wrote on, and then went in there and respit the verse and just put her little swing on it. She didn't change none of the words. She just said it a little different because yeah. she couldn't. She was a white girl. She couldn't hold the same rhythm as him anyway. So it was just kind of like she got close to it. Uh -huh. um, and the whole time I'm sitting there thinking to myself, wait, ain't y'all gonna put this record out? Like this is gonna like this is a hip hop record that's gonna come out. Like y'all yeah. gonna put this out to people? And they was like, yeah. And I'm like, when we start doing that? Uh -huh. But then like, I, but I also found out now. This is where I get fucked up in that whole thing. Of course, it's been going on forever. We know that. The first rap record that came out that everybody knows, Rappers Delight, none of them niggas wrote that shit. Yeah, well, they stole I think them raps one, from Grandmaster Cash. One of the dudes wrote everybody's verse. But, yeah, they he had just, like, basically picked up the bop from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Because even, it, like, back then, in that era that you're talking about, like, there wasn't no, like, niggas wasn't rhyming, like, like Rakim, you know nah, what I'm saying? No. Like Rakim basically invented multi-syllable rhyming. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas was going, you know what I'm saying? Like even the broken glass everywhere, people bitching on the stairs, just don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's it's dope though, because it rock, because it goes to the beat and it's, it has a bop to it. Like that's why people's like, oh yeah, melodies. It's like man, melody rap's been about melody. All the first, lives, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The, the, lives, the rapper's yeah. delight has melodies in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's and it was riding along with the rhythm beat. is melodic. Like when you, that's that's what it's back, man. Rap is is you know rhythm and poetry. That's what it is. And we don't even a lot of times we be missing, shit, we be missing the whole boat sometimes, man. Just um. A lot of times, I think we miss the boat as artists because we don't want to. We don't want to think, "Oh man, I don't want to sound like these new niggas." But some of these new niggas is dope. Like, don't get me fucked up. Like, yeah. I'm, like some of these new niggas is dope, and like, all of it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? It's just that there's such a proliferation of the bad because of what you were saying earlier about this. It's become so easy to do it. Yeah. Anybody can do it now. You know. People that think that like. The bullshit is taking over our lazy people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look for dope music, you, there's there's more dope music right now than there's ever been. Ever. Let's just keep it real. Ever. You know how I know that for a fact? Because there's people who are inspired by great people, and those great people are still alive. Like, as long as Nas is alive, as long as all those Illmatic still exist, and he's making new music, 
if you don't go check for Nas, that's on you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg dropped two dope projects in a row. Nobody Tuck checked for him. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it's up yes. to the fan to make people the stars. If you go, if you go, go download that new Little Brother album. You know what I'm saying? If everybody go download that right now, they'll be. You what know you what I'm saying? They'll get. Oh, that shit's amazing, bro. That so? might be. That you might like be the, the best. Yeah, I love the production. I don't think they need a knife, bro. And they proved they, it. I don't think they, they proved it. Knife. I don't know how I feel they, about the They beat, smashed bro. it out the, out the park. It, in my opinion, they smashed it out the park, man. I love every beat. I love every song. What? I love them bringing back the You Black Niggas Network skits. I love <laughs> yeah, that no shit. <laughs> Not even bringing them back, like just continuing. Yeah, you know, hell like, yeah. Little Brother is just, they gave me, I, it was it was everything I expected it would be and a little bit more, too. That shit was amazing, in okay. my opinion. Okay, and we gonna keep it fluid then. I just I like the way it flows when it's just organic. I'm not gonna switch the gear. Where do you rank Fonte? Um, <laughs> I mean I don't I don't. I, this is the thing. I don't rank him that high because, like, I w- I would say to be honest, Little Brothers was never like a huge part of my musical selection. When I think about like dope shit to listen to. Uh, sometimes I'll go put on like the menstrual show, or you know what I'm saying. Sometimes I'll go put on some old little brother. But for the most part, like I'm, I'm still trying to check for new shit. I know, like in in in, in the pockets of my brain, I know little brothers dope. So I just place them in my head, and I say when I when I need to go get my little brother fixed, I go listen to that shit and remind myself. But it's not like on the forefront of of my rap existence. So Fonte doesn't. I don't know. I mean, he's dope. Have you heard his solo projects? Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, not, like, the two, the last, I guess the last the two. The one where he was just rapping in front of the pool and all that shit. Like, yeah, the, the oh, last one. Yeah. yeah. I, I checked for that. It's dope. It's like, I'm not, I can't even slide him, but it's just like, I, it's like I know what I'm going to get from him. He's like, uh, he's like Tony Parker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Fonte's like Tony Parker. Like, I, I know, I know he's going to give me, 21 points. He might hit the game winner, but it's like he's still not. He's not fucking LeBron. Like, They're not game plan. Man. You know what I'm saying? They're not. No, they, they might. They might. You might game plan for Tony Parker. For prime Tony Parker, you will have the well, game yeah, plan for him. Yeah. But okay. I'm just saying, it's, he's still not. He just is not. He ain't. He ain't Lupe to me. You know right. what I'm saying? So Lupe is more like Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> so, yeah, Lupe's like, Lupe's like, yeah, like. Yeah, Lupe's like. Lupe's like Jordan, bro. To me. Her? <laughs> Yeah, I think Lupe might be the best. Bro. You know, I, I, I'll be arguing I with this dude at work debate about, about Biggie and, and Lupe. He thinks Biggie's the best. I think Lupe's the best. I, don't, I, don't even, I may not even think Biggie. Lupe's the best. I just think he's better than Biggie. You Lupe feel me? Biggie. Yeah, he killed Biggie. Bro, the pen Three times over. Like, And I'm not saying that there's no slight to Big, but I, I've said it several times that I think Biggie's overrated. And yeah, <laughs> I, get, I get hammered every single time I say it. And I'm like, dog understand what I'm saying to you. If you take away, you can tell the difference between the songs that were him coming in the studio raw, doing his thing, and then when Puffy said, okay, cool, you got your you got your street shit out the way. Let's do this. Yeah. You can tell where the switch came. <clears throat> Bro, he's... I'll take all them records that Puff had on Ready to Die and keep every one of them. Some of them other shits, I don't want to hear it now. It didn't age well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool then. But I can't call you the king or the greatest when it didn't carry. You know what I'm saying? It didn't carry, and your and your plus your catalog is very limited. That's that's my thing. It's like you had two records. You yeah. Know? 
Even when we're being a double. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, you could say three. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm only counting one because it's like, I feel like, it's like like Pac. Like, I don't count anything after Pac died. I don't count it. You know what I'm so saying? So you don't count Machiavelli? I mean, the only reason why I, w- I would count Machiavelli is because that shit was already packaged up and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like, uh, what was it? Life after death. I don't mm-hmm. feel like that was packaged up and ready to go. It, f- it seems, it feels like to me, there's, there's parts in there where it's just like, all right, we're just gonna throw. We gotta fill it in. in yeah. yeah, we gotta fill in that spot. This is what it feels like to me. I don't but, think Big would have even wanted this record on there. But yeah, we'll I, didn't, I don't. I don't think Big would have wanted it to be a double disc either. I, I just, I'm not trying to say like I'm peering into his brain or anything, but I feel like if he was gonna do a double disc, it would have been just a little bit, a little bit uh, more something on there i don't know what's missing but it's something the funny thing to me was being that now all eyes when we came out with pocket still alive being that life after death wasn't released until after biggie died i always thought that instead of doing that born again bullshit that they did they could have cut the album in half put the best songs out as one album life after death and then save the other ones and then let that be the posthumous born again shout you know what i'm saying yeah. that born again shit was suspect as fuck but you know Whatever. They was trying to make it was a money grab. I ain't even gonna lie. It wasn't about shouting out big, it was a money grab by Puffy and we all know it. But like, whatever. We got some more big out of this, so it's all good. But yeah. anyway, fuck that. <laughs> had Eminem on there talking about worshiping horses. Horse heads and all His yeah. verse was super dope though, but just like yeah. at the time I thought it was dope, but look just looking back on it now, it's like He said nothing. Yeah, he didn't nothing. say nothing, he just had a bunch of multi syllables, bro. Yeah, that dude, man. He, you know what? I'm, and the funny thing is, I find myself defending Eminem a lot um, against people who be like, oh, man, he's trash. And I'm like, nah, you can't say he's trash. I'm he's, sorry. Technical, as a technical rapper, yeah, there aren't many people better than him. He's amazing as a technical rapper. You know what I'm saying? Rapper. He might be the best technical rapper I've ever heard. But it's, but you have to you have to you have to also measure how much of that comes from the fact that he can rap and he's a white dude and he had Interscope money pushed behind you know what I'm saying True and that. Dr. Dre co-sign and just right at the beginning of of the end of you know what I'm saying the uh, the CD era right go, coming into the digital you know what I'm saying there's so many it was just like a perfect little mix and you know what oh, i'm yeah. saying because people could be the people who wanted to get, get involved in hip-hop the young white kids who wanted to, to jump out there and get get involved but were scared to go to the club couldn't get in the show now that now that the internet is starting to come into play they can be safe and listen to eminem at home so mm-hmm. now his fan base is growing exponentially every day um and it, i mean it, it, Bro, they it played, wasn't just him they like, played that that uh i just don't give a fuck like every few minutes until like you know like you knew that you knew the words to that shit like on the box mtv i don't know if you guys remember the box yeah the box was like a station where you could call up and request a video and they would like charge your account like three or four dollars or something like that maybe it was even less than that and then they would play the video right that eminem song played it must have been like once every hour like straight up you keep it real with y'all and then that's you crazy. know, MTV was pushing it, and it was like people was trying to ban them and shit. And it just was, it was, it was classic like 
where you you tell people, hey, we don't want you to, to have this, and they're like, no, nah, we want to have it because you, yeah. you don't want us to have it, so we want it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I know at the time, I thought Eminem was just super amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, if do I if if I compare him, if I compare every project that he put out song for song, just forget the name, forget all that shit. If I just take just the projects, like there's there's some good there's some good songs in the projects. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. But there's also some <laughs> some shit where it's some like, okay, I don't. Yeah, I won't. I, it's, he's he's rhyming, but it's like yeah. I just I can't really ride around and listen to this. Just like the last album, Kamikaze, um, a lot of people were like, "Oh man, M's in his bag, and he's yeah, back he on was, his battle shit." I was rhyming. like, "Yo, he was rapping his ass off," but I'm like, "Dog, I listened to that shit one time, yeah, and I haven't I haven't had a desire to go listen to it again." Even but, that rap guy, like that berserk shit, that shit's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. but it's like I just don't want to listen to that. I don't want to ride around listening no. to the Beastie Boys <laughs> beat, which you just. Going Lyr- crazy, lyrical miracle and <laughs> over the fucking Beastie Boys beat, man. You just going stupid over that shit. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like, but he's amazing. Though. There's a point <laughs> where we that that's where you have to start because, like, realistically speaking, if you put it in the same context, people would say, "Well, how is he that much different from Redman? Redman don't talk about nothing." I say, "Well, yeah, I guess you're right. He don't." But but nobody talk. That's what I'm tired of people using that he don't talk about an argument because it's like this. Like the only reason why I say like. Like, Eminem has, he has substance in pockets, like, you know what I'm saying? But it's not something that I can really relate to. Like, he talks about, like, the pill shit. Like, I, I don't, I can't relate to the pill exactly. shit. Yeah. I can't relate to coming from the trailer park. I can't relate to fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, the, the, the white the rapper struggle. White yeah, shit. like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I can't get jiggy with that. Mm-hmm. Now, as an adult, so it's like, I know it's like, it's like something, it's like a dessert that you would have to go, like, way out of your way to get. You you, you like it. You know, it's, it's dope, but it's like, I know I'm never going to really go there. I may go there, like, once a year just if to, I to remind myself way, how yeah. amazing it is, but it's like, I'm just not going to go out my way to go there. I'm not going to – I don't have time to listen to Eminem, really. I you know what I'm saying? I don't have time to enjoy because I don't – you know what I'm saying? Like, I just I, – I would have to – I would have to shut down so much other shit that goes around – in my head musically to just appreciate Eminem at this point. I can dig and it. I don't have yeah. time. I can dig it. <laughs> to I can appreciate dig it. See, that's that's probably one of the most honest assessments of Eminem I've heard that, that wasn't skewed by, of course, you know, the race thing. Now, this is something that popped in my head, though, when you said what you were saying. Like, it seemed like the perfect storm when he came in the door. Um, I was thinking about, you know what it reminds me of? N.W.A. And Dr. Dre's behind him. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Boom. The FBI thing took them out of here. Yeah. Like that that put they they name in front of people who would have never seen it before. And, and in a lot of ways, all of the wanting to ban him and all that shit did the same thing for him. So yeah. I mean like, you know, they, they say there's no no bad publicity, so we know we we'll like run with that. Shock rap. You know what I'm saying? Check this. I wanna talk to you about this thing here in particular. And this I, this might be the last segment, but I got we gotta get into this. Battle rap. Uh-huh. Who's your favorite battle rapper? We'll start there. Right now, or, who's your, who's your or top, all top? time? Uh, that's just right now. We'll say, well, right now, and then, and then all. Time. I, just, I don't know. I like, I like, I like pins, man. Like, I don't like, I don't like all that yelling in people's face. I don't like like putting your your, your chest on somebody or like. No I just like when people rap. No so doubt. like, Lux, Daylight, Sue Surf, Sue, uh, Surf is crazy, yeah. Surf Big K. Know. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
I, I like people who's is I don't know like I, I like I like people who's who's smart man who who I could just be like okay that was smart that was that was really clever how they put that together and not just like one line like multiple oh. lines during the shit I like I like to like go back and listen and be like damn I didn't even catch that the first time you know what I'm saying like what you think about Charlie Clips I think Charlie Clips is dope but he's just not one of my favorites he's I, I but I understand how great he is he's like. He's like uh He's like Ezekiel Elliott. Like I know how I know how dope he is. He's and he's not even on his he's not on his level as far as like one of the best right now. I'm just saying like I know how good Ezekiel Elliott is, but I just don't really fuck with him like that. I think that's one of the best things I can But anyway, that's that's what I'm gonna I think I think the dude who got taken off the Chiefs for beating up the white girl. Yeah, I think he's the best. Yeah, I do honestly. You know, he's, all he's things in, considered, yeah, all things considered, three. I think, I mean, Zeke's not in my top three. Zeke's number, actually number four. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's actually number two. Yeah, I, I, I will put Zeke. It's it's fucked up because it's like there's so many good, there's so many good running backs right now. No doubt. And you don't, I can't oh, really jump to that from Battleback. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but you I, said I, it was like Yeah, he's like he's like Zeke, man. To me, that's who Charlie Clips is, man. Okay, okay. And what about? I just saw him get washed, and it hurt my feelings. Um, um, how about Don? I ain't going to say he got washed, because he, he tried. He swung hard. You see, battle rap, too, is like, it's one of those things. There's, like, it's it's so subjective. Like, there's not, there's not like, a point-based system. Like, you don't get, like, a point for a jab or a punchline. You just, like, if somebody thinks that that, low, that line is doper than the lines that you spit, then they're going to say you won. No so, you know, I feel like it's a lot of preference. I feel like people will say this guy won just because they don't like this guy better or you know it's like anything else where it's like you know just even dropping albums people be like oh yeah this guy's album wasn't that good they ain't even listen to it you know what i'm saying <laughs> they ain't even check for this nigga's battle they just don't like him so they're like fuck it he lost to, to carter beans or oh, shit. fucking whoever oh, you know okay i feel you i feel you okay that's crazy so man. it's like anything else you know what i'm saying now that, the battle scene out here is kind of crazy i didn't and i didn't know that until i moved out here um there's some really dope battle rappers out here, as a matter of fact. Uh, I didn't I didn't know about what's the kid's name? Saint is it Saint Mike? Saint Mike's from Kansas. He's from Kansas? Yeah. The one that battled Snoopy? Mm-hmm. Kansas? He's from Kansas, bro. Seriously? Yeah, some hoods in Kansas, Jeez, man. Okay. Man, like you said, man, the world is a ghetto, man. It's there everywhere, man. Yo, they, it's pockets of, it's Ooh. pockets of niggas everywhere, man. Oh it's, God, they're all over the Snoopy. place. That's why yeah. they're trying to get rid of us. Oh, you know that. All the way live. Man, it's it's uh, you know, the battle scene out here is growing. I'm, I'm glad to see that they they doing the uh, Stewie and Danny battle out here. I'm looking forward to that actually. Yeah, that's um, gonna be big. I'm looking forward to that. That's I, gonna be huge for the city as far as battle rap. And just if 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 they can have a dub event, it's just good for events in the city, anyways. You know what I'm saying? It says Seattle on the flyer, but really it's in Tacoma. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out URL for for, for picking. Tacoma, and you know whoever's moving their hands behind the scene, you know your Stewies, your Watch Your Tones, and you know Man Listen and all that stuff, no man. Doubt. Shout out them for for the invisible hand working in the city and making that shit happen because uh, that's a huge look. Like I said, that's gonna be that's gonna be big for everybody. Oh yeah, like, battle rap and just events in the city. Yeah, and that's and that's that, that's needed because I think that's a big problem uh, here as far as the, what I've seen from the, of the local hip hop scene. The attendance <coughs> can get really, really shaky at times. Um, there's some shows that are that the, the attendance is great. I mean, it's absolutely awesome. 
And sometimes it's on a bill that you don't necessarily expect it to be that way. But I think overall, that's the main complaint I hear from artists. You know, and they may be performing at all different places on, on a, maybe the same night even. But, um, you know, well, the crowd was, eh. I'm like, well, you know, it is what it is, man. I think anytime you have a uh, local rap scene for the people who are the forefront of it, group up with people there, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. kind of like, man, I know that. I think I think people have too big of egos and they just expect people to show up to their rap show just because they're having a rap show. It's like you have to have first of all you have to have an artist on the rap show that's gonna make when people when people see their name, it's gonna make them say, "Damn, I need to be at that rap show." So if you just got a bunch of dudes who's just a bunch of dudes, like I you know I can't I can't bring out fucking fifty people. I can't. I'm gonna just keep it real. 50 people's not finna just like make plans and like get a babysitter to just be like, all right, I'm about to go to the Don James rap show. I might, I might could get 20, but if I could get 20 and you could get 15 and this guy can get 10, you know what I'm saying? You have to pick and choose who you're putting on the card. You can't just put somebody on there because they said they'll give you a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? You can't just put somebody on there because, you know what I'm saying? They're your cousin. You know what I'm saying? You owe them a favor. They have to be dope and they have to be able to bring people out. So if you go, Book Leezy, I don't know what Leezy's charging, but if you go give him the bag and say, hey, we're trying to do it for the city, and you know what I'm saying? And when people see his name on there because he doesn't do shows that often, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They say, hey, yeah. you know, we want to go see Leezy, and you get a Jazz Bones or you get a, you get a dope venue, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, then, then you can, you know, then you can have a dope local rap show. Or you go get an out-of-town person and give them the bag, which, you know, that's another route you can go. I'd rather you give it to somebody from here that... Exactly. He'll bring some people out. You know, I'd rather you give it to a Chris Crazy or, you know, somebody like that who actually has a following. Who when, when they show up to rap, people say, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna be yeah, there. I feel bad that I don't know who that is. Just Google him. Chris Crazy. C-R-A-Y-Z-I-E, though. Not crazy that way. C-R-A-Y-Z-I-E. Okay. It's pretty dope. Yeah, because I've, I've heard his name from quite a few people, and I'd be like, damn. I'm late on this one. <laughs> I totally missed the boat on this one. Okay. I need to get up on that most definitely. So, I get what's the best way to ask this question? When it's all said and done, I mean, there's never going to be a point where where people like us don't make music, don't do something. You know what I'm saying? We're always going to do it. It may not always be for public consumption, but we're always going to do it. And I'm and I'm I'm positive of that part. But when it's all said and done, for the people who've been tuned in, locked in with you over time, heard your music, saw your videos, shit you shot for other people, shit you produced for other people, at the end of it all, what, what you want them to say? What, what's, what's the legacy that, you, that you're that leaving as far as music is concerned? Well, I say more than music. No, uh, I mean, shit, I did it for the love, man, you know? I didn't, I don't really give, I don't, I don't care about none of the other shit. Like, I already know. I like I'm I'm about to be 35. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, like yeah, you got the Conways and shit. You can make it at 35, but, but you know the chances are not that likely. You know what I'm saying? So I just want people to know I did it for the love. You know I didn't have to uh, try to chase a sound or do nothing like that. I just you know I I did what I wanted to do. I rapped how I wanted to rap. I spit how I wanted to spit. That's it. I you know. Dig that. Most Hell yeah. All right. So and I hope I had the respect of my peers. Oh, yeah, that's always that's golden. All really that's care always about. golden, no doubt. <laughs> so what's the next project, man? When is it coming? Uh, For the Love 2. It's coming soon. I don't know. 
Coming soon. I don't know exactly when I'm going to drop it. I, I, I said I was going to drop it in August and September. So I, I feel like giving people a date is corny because then it just puts myself in a box where I have to constrain my creativity and try to make deadlines and stuff. So when it's done, when everything that I feel like is um, needed to make it, what I feel like could be a concerted effort to get the music out to the people the right way. Get about two or three, maybe four videos shot and put together. No doubt. And uh, be able to tell the story the way I want to tell the story and have the music recorded and sound, you know, up to enough quality to where uh, people can listen to it and not have to, you know, feel like uh, I didn't put enough effort into that. Then I'll. I'll, I'll drop it and, you know, give it to the people, and that's what it'll be. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Y'all heard it here first. For the love, too, on the way. But he did say he might change the title. We ain't going to get into all that It might right be now. Super God Talk. I might just, yeah, I think, I think actually, I'm going to just say it right now. But it's going to be called Super God Talk. It's not going to be called For the Love, too. Super God Talk. Man, thank you for so much for coming through, man. I appreciate it, bro. Like, this is, yeah. This dope. Tag time. Y'all know what it is, man. 253 shit. Don James in the building. Hey. Salute to everybody out there, man. The whole Northwest. Y'all already know what it is. Panther Politics. Out.